The day is Tuesday. The time is now. The program is the Early Bird News. Good morning, early birds. We start our day with Trump Watch. After weeks of saying, I can't do anything about it, Trump did something about it, it being family separation at the U.S.-Mexico border. While there is still a zero-tolerance policy requiring anyone crossing the border illegally to be criminally prosecuted, families will be detained together instead of parents being sent to detainment and children being sent to so-called camps and group homes. The administration and ICE have yet to release any concrete plans of how they will reunite families already separated, nor how they plan to process the sheer number of criminal cases for adults who cross the border illegally. For anyone asking, what do you mean prosecuting everyone? What about asylum seekers? Well, the administration did something about them too, which was to change the definition of who can apply for asylum. Back on the 11th of June, Attorney General Jeff Sessions announced that fear of or prosecution, persecution by domestic and gang violence will no longer be considered standards for being granted asylum. While it is not legally set in stone, it does challenge the commonplace definition of asylum and who qualifies for it based on persecution and fear of danger. We have yet to see how this will be put into play, but it certainly sets the tone for the administration's attitude toward asylum seekers, especially those fleeing violent social and political situations in their home countries. Fun fact! Did you know that the border technically includes all land within 100 air miles of an international border or coastline? and within miles of a port of entry, including international airports? This means that immigration and customs enforcement officers have, within reason, the right to ask for identification and proof of citizenship from anyone within that 100-mile zone. Moving from a humanitarian crisis to an economic one, how about them tariffs? As a direct result of U.S. tariffs placed on multiple imports, the EU has put into effect a series of targeted tariffs, of up to an additional 25% on U.S. goods, including agricultural products such as corn and rice, steel, clothing, and appliances. For a full list of affected products, please see the link in the show notes. These increases were preceded by tariffs put in place by India, China, and Mexico, all in direct response to Trump's tariffs on imports, all part of his belief that if there is a so-called trade deficit, when a country imports more than they export, then a country is losing out. The real losing out, though, will come when we inevitably lose companies and see rising costs for basic items due to market limitations. Case in point is Harley-Davidson, which announced yesterday that they will be moving production of motorcycles for the European market to Europe to avoid the steep 31% tariff imposed by the EU last week. There has been no announcement yet as to whether or not this will affect U.S. employees of Harley-Davidson. But, considering that Europe is their second largest market, it stands to reason that there is certainly a chance that they could cut jobs in the U.S., especially if steel and aluminum prices rise, again due to Trump's tariffs on imports. I'll wrap up the morning broadcast with a palate cleanser. Mumbai has become the largest Indian city to ban single-use plastic bags. The city has instituted strict fines and designated a task force to inspect city businesses. Way to go green, Mumbai! This has been Kristen, reporting for Early Bird News. 
I'm signing off to reassure my dog that the tariffs won't affect her supply of treats. Ta-ta! Thank you.